The Money Pit is presented by Diamond Crystal Salt. The benefits are bigger than you expected. After all, you're worth your salt. Diamond Crystal Salt. A brilliant choice since 888 a kitchen remodeling project, that is one of the most valuable home improvement projects you can do because it always gives you a great return on investment. The thing is, most people are afraid to do that project themselves, but we say there are parts of it you can handle, and one part of it is replacing the kitchen cabinets. It's really not that hard to do, and we're going to give you some tips coming up. Now, if you don't feel comfortable taking on your own remodel, you may want to turn to a pro for help. Now, the tricky part is finding one you can trust. Well, there is a way to make that a little bit easier, and we're going to share some tips coming up. Also, I had a heads up on a way to turn your garage into a pro workshop. There's a new product out called the Chamberlain Garage Power Station. It's really cool because it's one product that has light power and a built-in air compressor all in one unit. It will totally set your garage up for a wide variety of projects. We're going to have a review on that product in just a bit. Plus, one caller we talked to this hour wins a $100 Home Depot gift card from Owens Corning. Now, you can use it to get started on an insulation project, which is going to help you save some money on those energy bills this winter. So let's get started for advice on that insulation project or any home improvement question you've got going on, call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. John in Delaware is dealing with a spider problem. I can't even talk about it for fear they will <laughs> jump into my house. What's going on? I moved to the beach uh, about 10 years ago. I'm not. I'm 12 miles from the water, but I don't know whether that's part of the problem or not, but we have spiders inside the house all the time. They're always in the corners of the rooms. It's rare to come into any room and not have one. And it seems like as quickly as you get rid of them a week later, you have more in the same areas, and it is very annoying. What do you do to get rid of them, John? The only thing I do is I try to kill them and knock down their little web. Good luck with that. That's not working out too well for you, I bet, huh? No, it's not. You're not going to win the war if that's if that's your treatment approach. The thing about uh, insects today is the best way to control them is, is is through science. And if you look at a company like Orkin, you know, a company that's been around forever, these guys know exactly what insecticide to put down. They know how to put it down in, in the right amounts. And the products that they use today are very insect-specific. It used to be that there was sort of a broad spectrum pesticide that was put down. Today, the pesticides are very, very specific for the problem. And if, you know, if I was dealing with this in my house, I wouldn't be running around with my boot trying to kill them all. I would have the pesticide applied, the right amounts, right place, and be done with it. So I would recommend that you call 
Orkin and have that taken care of the right way. It's safer to do that than to buy over-the-counter pesticides, which you end up over-applying, which are far more dangerous in my view, and certainly a lot less frustrating than having to stomp them to death. Okay, so I I would use a pesticide to control these spiders, and uh, that's the best solution. Okay, and you would not advise trying to do it on your own. You'd advise getting a company that's paying regularly to have them come back? Yeah, you can't buy the products that a professional can buy. They're not available to the general public because they have to be applied just right. That's why it's a good idea to turn to a pro like Orkin. John, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Susan in Montana is having some drainage issues with the driveway. Tell us what's going on. I had my office driveway resurfaced with asphalt, and I thought that the people did a really excellent job until we got a monsoonal rain and all the water was collecting. And I had I had to leave to go down to Colorado, and I got a frantic phone call from my husband telling me that the water was backing up into the house, and it was like a big pool. And I called the asphalt people, and they're not responding to me. Well, listen, if they just resurfaced the driveway, they're not going to do anything to change the pitch. That's true. They did do it, but they deliberately, supposedly, they had the pitch so that it would drain off into the lawn. And they didn't quite get that right. So how do you fix that? Yeah. If the water is draining down the driveway back towards the buildings, in other words, it's never really draining off to the lawn anywhere, then what you have to do is you have to put a, uh, a curtain drain in the driveway itself. And in a driveway, basically, it's a job where the driveway is essentially sliced in half. You know, they, they slice out a chunk of driveway that's maybe six inches wide, and you drop this trough into it so that as the water falls down the driveway, it drops into the trough, is a grate on top, and then it runs out the bottom of the trough. And of course, that requires some additional plumbing, so to speak, because you have to hook it up to drain pipe to take it to the lowest place on the property to get rid of the water. But that's how you drain a driveway that's that's uh, you know not pitched properly. And typically, that's put like right near the house or right near the garage lip or something like that, so that it catches the water you know at the lowest possible spot. So who would I call for something like that? A plumber? You're going to need a general contractor that could install that for you. I mean, a driveway ceiling company is not going to do it. Um, a general contractor that could do that, you know, it's kind of a handyman project. It's not a difficult project. It's not a really time-consuming project, but you essentially have to cut into that driveway and install a drain. You've got to catch that water and you've got to manage it. And that's the only way to do it, Susan. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Well, September is almost behind us, which puts us to my favorite time of year, Halloween. If you need some help with your fall fix-ups and getting your home all autumn ready, we are here to help you do just that 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, is replacing your kitchen cabinets a do-it-yourself project? Well, it might just be. Learn why after this. Hey, this is Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, and I've just been told that Tom and Leslie might have a dirtier job than me. I find that hard to believe, but then I heard they work in a pit. That's a money pit, but still filthy. The Money Pit is brought to you by the new Chamberlain Garage Power Station. 
an air inflator, utility cord, and LED task light, all together in a new three-in-one tool, exclusively at The Home Depot. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Sugretti. And the number to call here is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Now, one caller who gets on the air with us this hour is going to win a $100 gift card to the Home Depot from our friends at Owens Corning. And you can use it to add some insulation to your attic, which is a really quick and easy way to help you save on those heating and cooling costs. And it will help you maintain a warm, comfortable home this winter. And you know, Owens Corning makes a very environmentally friendly insulation called EcoTouch. More than half of it is made of recycled materials. It's like 99% natural. And what I like about it is it's really soft to the touch and formaldehyde free. So it makes that project so much easier. If you'd like to learn more, you can check that product out by calling 888-GET-PINK or give us a call right now for your chance to win that $100 gift card from Owens Corning to the Home Depot. The number again is 888-MONEYPIT. Laurel in Pennsylvania is on the line, and um, I'm reading, Laurel, that your ceiling fell down. What the heck happened to your apartment? Well, the lady upstairs uh, had a problem <laughs> in her kitchen and her bathroom, and, and I don't know if there was a fire or what, but she flooded the upstairs, and so some of my kitchen ceiling fell in with all the water coming down. It smells like smoke. It smells like rotted wood, wet wood. What do I do? Well, by the way, why are you dealing with this as opposed to a landlord or uh, an insurance company? Well, he swept it up and then put another, put a new towel in the suspended ceiling. That was it. He didn't all right. repair well, the hole. Well, first of all, you asked about smoke smell, and you know the way to deal with smoke smell is to use TSP and scrub the walls and scrub the ceiling, trisodium phosphate. That will cut through the tar and the nicotine that sticks to the walls. Now, if you're concerned about mold, there's a product called Concrobium, which is excellent, specifically designed to kill the mold. It's far more effective than bleach. And the other quality I like about Concrobium is it leaves a protective coating on the surface when it dries so that the mold can't grow back. Their website is curemymold.com, C-U-R-E, curemymold.com. Check it out. I think that that is the solution to your mold issue, Laurel. Kitchen renovations are one of the most valuable home improvement projects because an upgraded kitchen will always deliver a really great return on investment when it comes time to sell your home. Now, if that's a project that you're tackling yourself, you really need to make sure that your cabinets are hung securely because you don't want them falling down because you're totally going to load them up with a million dishes. And if you're like me with two small kids, more cups than I think you could ever use in your entire (laughs) lifetime. So we've got an installation tip for you here presented by liquid nails brand heavy duty construction adhesive and you know that's a great product to use for this project so if you're going to install cabinets or even for countertops what you want to do is apply a quarter inch bead of liquid nails brand heavy duty construction adhesive to those contact areas so you place it on the back of the cabinets or the countertop then you press those pieces firmly into place and then attach the cabinets to the wall or the studs with screws The addition of the adhesive and the screws gives you total security and makes sure that those cabinets simply will not fall down. It really does a great job and gives you a more durable finished product. You can put anything you need to inside them. You're not going to worry about it. The cabinets aren't going anywhere. Yeah, you know, you really want to keep just some Liquid Nails heavy-duty construction adhesive kind of handy because it's really a go-to product for indoors and outdoors, and it's going to bond truly a wide range of construction materials. 
You can get more tips and tricks, plus more details on Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive at liquidnails.com. Stephen in Illinois needs some help with a swimming pool. Tell us what's going on. We're just wondering if you had any sort of creative ideas about uh, how we might deal with a pool. Uh, we get to use it about four months out of the year. And my wife, I told my wife that I was going to make this call, and she said, well, what they'll do is they'll tell you to sell the house. Well, or I'd tell you to hire a pool boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, look, uh, Stephen, taking care of pools, as you're well aware, it's a lot of work. And when you live when you live in the in the north, uh, like you do, you're only going to get four months out of it. It seems like it's even more work. And if it's getting to be too much for you, I would definitely tell you to hire a pool maintenance company because there's no way to get around the amount of maintenance it takes to manage that pool. Now, and to your wife's point about, well, sell the house, my question to be is, is the pool going to add to the value of the house? Not always is the answer when you live in the Northeast. Now, when you live down in sort of you know Florida, Georgia, the Carolinas, pools down there are much more commonplace in terms of it's almost expected to have a pool with the house, like you have central air conditioning. But the farther north you get, some people just don't like pools. You know, I spent 20 years as a professional home inspector in the Northeast, and I would get on a fairly regular basis a buyer of a home because I love everything about this house except for the pool. How do I get rid of it? Well, and it's amazing insurance costs. You know, my sister's home has a pool. And when when they were shopping for homeowners insurance, the prices she was getting quoted were just insane because of the pool. Right. Exactly. So I really think it's time for you to turn to a, a professional maintenance company because there's just no way around it. Pools are a lot of work. Steve, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Nancy in Pennsylvania is on the line and having a hot water issue. Tell us what's going on. Well, my uh, my hot water takes so long to, or my water takes so long to get hot when I turn on the spigot. And washing the dishes by hand makes that, uh, I, I, you know, waste a lot of water that way. Nancy, is this a new problem or has this always been the situation? No, it's, it's an old problem. Yeah, and it has to do with the physical dif- distance between the faucet and the water heater. The farther they are apart, the longer you have to wait for the water to heat up. Now, newer water heaters today, and especially the tankless water heaters, are very small. And so the way a lot of builders are addressing this is they're putting in multiple water heaters uh, closer to the the bathing or the washing areas of the house. So typically you'd have one for, you know, the kitchen and maybe the laundry area and you'd have another one for bathrooms because these water heaters are so small and so efficient, they can, you know, literally squeeze into uh, uh, anything that's uh, smaller than a closet. In your case, though, it's just a matter of the distance that the water has to travel. Unfortunately, um, in a house like this, though, I would say that it's unlikely you will save enough money in water cost to uh, make the installation of an additional water heater worthwhile, Nancy. But is there anything else I can do? Like I have been told uh, different times that uh, insulating the pipes wouldn't help or some people say it would. Well, the only thing that insulating the pipes will do is it'll keep the water that are, it's in the pipes once it gets there warmer longer. But again, it's a, it's a distance thing. You turn the faucet on, the water starts to move from the water heater where it's hot to the faucet, and it has to purge all of that cold water along the way. Once it purges, it'll stay hot, but it just takes a certain amount of time for that amount of water, that amount of volume of water to move through the pipes. Does that make sense, Nancy? Yeah, it does. So there's there's basically nothing I can do except different water room. Well, except moving a water heater closer to the to the unit. I mean, there are recirculators that like sort of 
take water and recirculate it back all the time. But again, that costs energy too, and that costs plumbing expense too. And I just don't think you're going to save enough to make it worthwhile. Nancy, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we're heading on over to Mike in North Carolina, who's got a driveway question. Drive it on over. What can we do for you, bud? I uh, had put in a, a new plant or got ready to put a new plant in front of the house, and I took the old one out. There was a crack in the foundation and uh, also a, a pretty good-sized void underneath the driveway. And uh, I've had three different companies out to take a look at it, and after all that, I'm, I don't quite know what to do. <laughs> okay, so this crack is in your foundation. It's on your basement wall. Where are you seeing it? Or on the outside wall? Describe it. It's on the outside wall in the corner of the garage. All right, and you've got a driveway near there where uh, the driveway's sunken in a bit. It sounds to me like you've got a water problem where water is collecting in that area. may have undermined some of the soil. Uh, small cracks, is it vertical cracks, small vertical cracks, is what it is? Vertical crack, yes. Yeah. It's a very minor, very almost commonplace kind of a crack, so I wouldn't get too terribly worked up about it. You'd be surprised how many cracks foundations have. We see them all the time. So I wouldn't panic about it, but if you've got an area that's uh, uh, sunken in where the driveway is, what you are going to have to do is cut that driveway out, uh, fill that area in, tamp it down, pack it properly, and, and have the driveway restored in that particular area the, the driveway hasn't sunk yet it's just uh, where it always has been well when you just said before when you said before that there was an area that was sunking in you did not mean the driveway what's sunken in no no I, there's I, there's a void underneath the driveway you can see that it, the, where, where the driveway pad comes up to the garage when i took this plan out you can see a a, a, a void underneath the driveway. Okay, so the void's under the apron is what you're saying. Correct. It's under, yes. it's, it's, okay. All right, same advice. You've got to fill the void in or the driveway will drop into that spot, okay? And water will continue to collect there and it'll wash out what's left of the footing around there, the soil under the footing. Then you get more shifting. So you've got to restore that soil. Not unusual because a lot of times you get uh, organic matter that gets in there. It could be, you know, I don't know, wood. It could be paper. It could be anything that's was accumulating there from when the foundation was dug and then it rots away and the voids form and the water gets in there and it's kind of a vicious cycle so you need to get that repacked with soil properly and then regrade it to slope away and then restore the driveway uh so i don't think you have a big problem there i think you have a uh you know sort of a medium-sized maintenance problem but you should do it because it can get worse if you ignore it yeah okay thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit Now, while we encourage doing it yourself, we're really going to be the first people to tell you to get help if you don't feel comfortable taking on a project. So up next, we're going to tell you how to find the right contractor for your job. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. The Money Pit is brought to you by Liquid Nails. For tough jobs, demand the extraordinary strength of Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive. It bonds a wide range of materials, indoors and out, for a job done once done right. Learn more about Liquid Nails brand heavy-duty construction adhesive at liquidnails.com.
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air, online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And speaking of online, you can follow the Money Pit's Pinterest page and get great ideas on everything from outdoor entertaining to energy efficiency. You can also pin articles, blogs, and more directly from our website with our Pin It button. Then share those tips or add your own great ideas to our boards. Find it all on the official Money Pit Pinterest page. Well, when it comes to starting a home improvement project, one of the first super important decisions you need to make is really to decide, can you do it yourself or should you hire a pro? Definitely. But if you decide to hire a pro, how do you find the right one for your project? Joining us now are two experts who know a lot about that topic. Angie Hicks is the founder of Angie's List, a website devoted to helping consumers find the best professionals for their projects and service needs. And Kevin O'Connor, the host of TV's This Old House. Welcome, Angie. Well, thanks for having me on the show. It's nice to be here. And hello, Kevin. Hi there. Now, how did you get started with Angie's List? Can you tell us about maybe some of the early years before the internet really changed the way consumers are searching for contractors? Angie's List started 17 years ago. We started in 1995 as a magazine and a call-in service. You know, we really felt like there should be a better way for consumers to share information with one another about the local service companies they were hiring. My co-founder was actually in the process of renovating an old house in Columbus, Ohio, and was having trouble with a, a heating and cooling company. So we uh, we thought there should just be better information available to make these important decisions. So we started collecting reviews on local service companies, and this was you know this was pre-internet days. Uh, so consumers would call in to find out which companies were the best. And then obviously, as the internet evolved, it turned into you know a great expansion opportunity for our business. You know, one of the ways most people seem to find contractors, at least for decades, was to ask a friend or a neighbor because those are the people who they trust. How does that sense of trust come through when you're doing the search process online? At Angie's List, we are really trying to magnify that same word of mouth networking people have done all the years. Ask your neighbors, ask your coworkers who they've used. The problem is, you know, as an individual consumer, the number of experiences you might be able to tap into can be somewhat limited. So by, you know, aggregating experiences from thousands of people within a city, you can get a lot better picture of the, the local service landscape. And the, the idea of getting trusted information has always been a foundation of Angie's List. You know, for example, we do not allow anonymous reviews. Consumers join Angie's List. You know, we allow companies to respond to reviews. You know, all of this, you know, foundation is really what leads to consumers getting really good, reliable information. Now, what about references? We always get the advice to check references, but what questions should you really be asking? Well, when a consumer's thinking about checking references, I always remind them, you know, Every company should have references, and if they're not willing to give you references, that's a red flag. But also keep in mind, they're probably giving you some of their best customers. So ask very open-ended questions uh, about the experience instead of yes, no, because you'll oftentimes get someone talking and get a better uh, holistic view of the experience. Additionally, when you're, when you're asking about references, especially on a remodel job, for example, Ask for a reference for someone they may, their, the contractor's currently doing work with, maybe someone who had, they did work with 
uh, potentially, you know, just finished a job on and then find someone that they did work for maybe six months ago, because that'll really help you get a better perspective on what it's like within the job, how the contractor finished up last minute things, and then also how the project held up over time. I suspect you guys get lots of reviews on your website. I mean, are there any surprises out there? Anything surprising that your members have to say? And I think one of the things that, that over the years has always, always just, uh, you know, kind of perplexed me was just, you know, the, the fact that, you know, probably the biggest complaint that we get is that service companies don't return phone calls. Uh, you know, so we're always looking for ways to help that communication process because even today it can be, um, it can be a little less than perfect. So, you know, we know that consumers are busy and wanting to, to hire services. So how do we make sure that they get connected quickly, uh, to great companies? So what if you've got a member that's got a concern with the business? Do you then go ahead and help that member get that issue resolved? If a consumer does have a, gives a low grade on a company, uh, we always offer our complaint resolution service where we will reach out to the company on the consumer's behalf. We'll ask the, the consumer to articulate what an acceptable resolution would be for uh, the situation. And then we'll step in uh, as that uh, independent third party, which a lot of times can help in that communication process. Because, you know, many times, you know, I find that, you know, it's, it's a miscommunication is kind of what led them to the problem at hand. Uh, and then we'll work to get the resolution the consumer is looking for. And we have a lot of success with that just because of the strength of the member base. Uh, then, you know, if a company fails to respond to us or if they agree to fix something and then back out on that fix, they'll end up in our penalty box. And nobody wants to be in the penalty box. Now, Angie, so many consumers today are looking for ways to kind of go green with their home improvement projects. Do you help them identify contractors that really specialize in sort of being eco-friendly in doing those improvements? Well, the trend we're seeing more and more these days is consumers looking for eco-friendly contractors. And that's also a, des a designation that we show on Angie's list. And and that has been a, a growing phenomenon and a great way for consumers to think about how they can do renovations and also be good to the environment. We're talking with Kevin O'Connor, the host of TV's This Old House, and Angie Hicks, the founder of Angie'sList.com, about how Angie's List helps consumers find the best home improvement contractors for their projects. Kevin, let me ask this question to you. You know, one of the most common things that I'm asked about is, you know, do I know a good contractor to do something? Um, this is a long process involved in finding that right guy. Uh, there's a lot of relationships involved. There's a lot of tools like Angie's List that can help. Once you find them, you like to hold on to them, right? <laughs> you definitely want to hold on to them. I mean, if you have a good experience with a contractor who does work in your house, chances are you're going to need work done again in the future, and you're going to want to go back to that person who you trust. I mean, I think about my own experience on the show. First of all, the guys that I work with regularly have been on the show for 33 years. I mean, they've been doing it forever. But we've got lots of other people who they work with, subcontractors and stuff, and they're the same folks who we invite back year after year after after year. They perform well, they're trustworthy, they get the job done. You don't want to take those guys out of your Rolodex. It's a long-term relationship that you're setting up, so go into it thinking about it that way. Great advice. Kevin O'Connor, the host of TV's This Old House, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. 
My pleasure. Great to be here. And Angie Hicks, the founder of Angie'sList.com. Thanks so much for filling us in on the best way to find a pro to help with your project. Thank you. All right. You can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and step-by-step videos on many common home improvement projects, visit thisoldhouse.com. And for help finding a great pro to tackle your project, visit Angie'sList.com. And Ask This Old House is also brought to you by Angie's List. Angie's List, reviews you can trust. Up next, do you have enough attic insulation to really save on energy bills this winter? We're going to tell you how to make sure you are totally covered after this. You live in a body pit. The Money Pit is presented by Aero Sheds, the leader in steel storage sheds and buildings. Steel sheds are durable, secure, and a great value. Aero Storage products, available at national home centers, hardware stores, and online. See a complete line of products at sheds.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone, give us a call. The number here is 1-888-MONEYPIT. We would love to talk with you about your home improvement project. We will help solve your do-it-yourself dilemma. And we could give you a $100 Home Depot gift card courtesy of Owens Corning. That's right. Now you can use it to get started on your insulation project, which is perfect for this time of year because adding attic insulation is really one of the cheapest and easiest ways that you can cut those energy costs this winter. And most of you listening right now probably do not have enough attic insulation. And I mean, not nearly enough. And EcoTouch insulation by Owens Corning is great. It's made with 99% natural content. You can visit Home Depot slash insulation for how-to videos and Owens Corning product information or call us right now for your chance to win that $100 Home Depot gift card is going out to one lucky caller courtesy of Owens Corning. The number again, 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, according to the U.S. Department of Energy, 50 to 70% of the energy used in our homes is devoted to heating or cooling. Now, that makes it the largest energy expense for most homes. Now, there are a lot of ways to cut costs, but one of the simplest ways is to just add insulation. So here are some tips on how to get that job done, according to the experts at Owens Corning, who make a product called EcoTouch Insulation. That's right. First of all, you're going to need to head up to your attic and check out really how much insulation you've already got up there. Now, if you can actually see the floor joists, you need to add more insulation. And most houses are going to require about 15 or more inches of insulation. So if you're going to be adding more, maybe you want to consider Owens Corning EcoTouch insulation. Now, it's soft to the touch. It's not scratchy. So that's really going to make it easy to cut and install. There's also far less dust. And it's designed with the environment in mind because it's formal aldehyde free and it's got more than 99% natural ingredients and it has a minimum of 58% recycled content plus it's green guard certified so you know it's an eco-friendly product yeah and by properly insulating and air sealing your home you can really create a more comfortable and consistent indoor climate you'll also significantly improve your home's energy efficiency now you can get Owens Corning EcoTouch insulation at any Home Depot location simply visit homedepot.com/insulation for product information and how-to videos. And if you'd like more information or you have questions about insulation, dial Owens Corning up at 800-GET-2. 
Pink, the experts at Owens Corning, are available to give you the advice you need. Cal in Colorado, you've got the money, but how can we help you today? Well, I have an interesting uh, question here. I've got a house with an insulated concrete foam basement walls. That's where you put uh, concrete in between foam. And I've taken the outside walls, the foam, and have scored it with 30-grit sandpaper to give it a rough edge. And I screwed on the two-foot wide by eight-foot long extruded aluminum steel screen to uh, give me grip. But I'm putting on fake stone, or floss stone as some call it. And my question is, after I've screwed on the screening and I'm putting on, um, I've been told to take a type S mix, which is a limestone cement mix, and use that as my scratch coat. And the question is, how soon, what is the longest I can wait before I put on the stone? If I try to do all the scratch coat first, which could be a day or two because it's over 1,000 square feet, am I going too long or should I be putting buttering up the stone and putting that against the scratch coat right away. I think that as soon as the scratch coat dries, you can go forward with the stone. But typically, most masons will do the scratch coat first and then do the stone thereafter. Okay. I don't see any reason that you can't have it exposed for a short period of time. Okay, so we're not worried about a day or two. No, certainly not. You kidding? The way construction projects go, a day or two is like nothing. (laughs) Okay, well, thanks for the info on that. All right, Cal, well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Still ahead, an easy way to convert your garage into the workspace of your dreams. Kit is presented by Owens Corning and the Home Depot, offering insulation products that make your home more comfortable and energy efficient. What's your insulation project? Learn more. Visit homedepot.owenscorning.com today. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, the garage is becoming the latest space that homeowners are personalizing to the max. Let's call it the last frontier when it comes to usable space in your home. And one way to really trick it out is with a workstation for crafts or do-it-yourself projects. All you need is a work surface, tool storage, and power. So our next guest has a three-in-one solution for weekend warriors looking to trick out their garage. Kevin Ye is here from Chamberlain with details on the new Chamberlain Garage Power Station. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. Good to be here. I mean, I'm amazed when I talk to people about makeover projects and reclaiming spaces and repurposing. The garage has become sort of this new area that people really want to take back. Why is that? Well, I think, you know, as we look at smaller homes and Americans accumulating more stuff, uh, there's only a certain amount of space where you can put it. And uh, the garage, in addition to your closets, is certainly one of those areas where people, you know, put a lot of the stuff they buy. So you're right. The garage is getting more and more used and often more and more cluttered. I mean, it really is. And I feel like everything that you want to keep in your garage, you know, requires some sort of, you know, power station. There's a lot of things that need a surface. You know, you almost run out of space if you actually want to do anything on a surface to achieve a project, be it gardening or construction. That's right. That's absolutely right. You know, when you are working in your garage, you need a a variety of tools to assist you. Uh, Three of the most common things we found when spending time in garages is is that people are often using air power and lighting uh, to help with their daily tasks. Like you said, whether it be gardening in the corner of your garage where it's not as well lit or pumping up a bike uh, tire or a sports ball or even just 
just using an extension cord uh, while you're doing work in your garage. So you're absolutely right. People are spending a lot more time and doing a lot of work in their garage, and they're often using one of those three things to assist in their work, be it air, power, or light. Tell me about the Chamberlain Garage Power Station. This sort of puts everything you need into one place up in the ceiling. Is it something that I install myself? Does this need to be hardwired to anything, or is this just, you know, you pick it up at a big box store and install it and you're good to go? Yeah, you pick it up at a big box store. Right now, we're sold exclusively at the Home Depot. Oh, great. And it plugs into your existing wall outlets, which there's generally one by your uh, garage door opener, or some people have multiple outlets. But it is intended to be uh, plugged into an existing outlet, and you just one or two people can mount it to uh, a space on the ceiling as long as it's within six feet of a uh, power outlet. That's fantastic. And now what the garage power station does, I'll just go in order for air, power, and light. There is a 100 pow- uh, PSI, of course, a pound per square inch uh, inflator built inside. So that's enough power to fill up a flat tire or to top off a tire that may you know, need a little bit more air during the winter months when uh, the cold air gets down to your car tires. You can pump up uh, sports balls and bike tires and you know, inflatable pool toys or even an air mattress. So just having that air, that air capacity always within reach and overhead is something that people really, really liked. Um, so you don't have to go searching for your, uh, your, your inflator or your bike pump or your sports, uh, sports ball pump. So that's the thing we found out people really like is that they have that air always within reach. Now, Kevin, the cable or the air hose, is that retractable? Is that something that sort of clips on? Is that something you're dealing with every single time or is that always at hand on the um, power station? Yeah, that's a great question. It's a 25-foot auto-retractable utility cord. So every time you pull it out, you can lock it in the position that you need it. And when you're done with it, you pull it out just an inch or two farther, and it'll auto-retract back. So what we've really heard from people who have used this is they love the feature of this thing putting itself away. So you're right. It is a 25-foot auto-retractable utility cord, which, uh, and again, there's nothing better than having something put itself away. That's great. And the garage power station runs for how much? $129 at Home Depot. And what we found out that if you were going to buy, you know, the 100 psi inflator, if you were going to buy a 25 foot 10 amp extension cord, if you were going to buy 100 watts of lights plus a uh, 100,000 hours of LED lighting, uh, you would be spending close to 190 or 200 dollars if bought separately. So this really is a great value and super convenient to make your garage the absolute power station. Kevin Ye, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. You can check out the Chamberlain Garage Power Station at Chamberlain.com. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Thanks for having me. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a Money Pit.